Hey guys, welcome back to the More Than Sports Podcast with your host, Paraj. And yes, 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 I thought I would be having more podcasts out, but the boy was sick. I got sick, haven't been sick since uh, the coronavirus did come out, but uh, I thought I was immune. I was like, this is actually great because I do get sick very often, but uh, it finally caught me. Had a sore throat and just had a bunch of mucus, so... uh, couldn't really get any podcasts down but if you follow me on more than sports podcast on instagram you already know the content is fire we've been posting daily and also on my tiktok we've got some great videos so for surely check that out but today guess what boys the cowboys are back i'm gonna talk about hard knocks i'm gonna talk about the nfl season and then finally my favorite topic at last the nfl fantasy report card dun 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 that's because uh, for the first time in my life, I was actually doing my drafts and I actually got a really, really high grade on my report for drafting. I was like, yo, what the heck? Because usually I get like a C and not to brag, I usually finish first or second or in the top three. So the C's have got me far, but this is the first time I actually had my draft where it was, I got a B and I was like, hey, I've never got this high. So anyways, that's going to be the episode today and hopefully you guys enjoy. So let's get right into it. So, my Dallas Cowboys. How about them Cowboys, eh, boys? We get to play the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the defending Super Bowl champs, with, obviously, the GOAT in football, or maybe other people would say worldwide GOAT Tom Brady, which I think is debatable, but, hey, he's a winner. And the NFL was like, hmm. Well, the Cowboys last year didn't really do much. It didn't really live up to expectations. And Dak Prescott's coming off an injury. And they've just been presented on hard knocks. And what are the Dallas Cowboys in the NFL? They haven't won a Super Bowl or been to the playoffs since, I mean, to a conference championship since 1995. That's when I was born. It's sad. But, uh, yeah, so I've been a Cowboys fan, but I really haven't seen them even make it to the conference uh, championship game since I was born ironically but the nfl was like again the cowboys you know they bring in good revenue they have a big fan base around the world everywhere everybody's a cowboys fan and they're america's team so they decided instead of tampa bay matching up with someone they have a rivalry with who does tampa have a rivalry with to begin with they just haven't been relevant in the past years to even have a rivalry team but anyways the nfl's like the Cowboys are a big team. Let's just throw them on Thursday night and opening against Tom Brady, right? And this game is realistically not even about the Cowboys versus the Patriots. It's basically Jerry Jones versus Tom Brady. That's how I see it as. Because again, I'm, I'm a Cowboys fan, die hard, but I'm also realistic. I, I, I don't jump on these bandwagons every single time like the Cowboys are going to go to the Super Bowl this year. I remember when Des Bryant was kind of towards tail ends of his career where he wasn't as productive and uh my friends asked me oh like des Bryant's still pretty good at home he's still pretty good i was like no no the guy's declining straight up i just told him how it was and they're like but you're a cowboys fan you shouldn't be saying that oh i'm sorry for being objective a realist not just every single time i'm backing up my team even if they have flaws i'm sorry trying to win a super bowl haven't seen one we need one please that's why we keep it realistic But anyways, yeah, so the Cowboys are going to be playing the Patriots. I mean, not the Patriots. Sorry, sorry, sorry. The Buccaneers. Sorry, Tom Brady. Don't want to disrespect you like that. And honestly, like with my team, I have really high expectations from this year. We got CeeDee Lamb, who's been looking terrific on hard knocks. 
looking like Spider-Man catching one hand grabs between the legs saying that he got to represent number 88 because the 88 club in Dallas is very, very prestige. You got Michael Irvin who won Super Bowls with the Cowboys starting number 88. Then you got Dez Bryant who was just posterizing people in his prime with Tony Romo. And now we got CD Lamb with Dak Prescott, and we'll see what CD does. Because a lot of people do feel that CD's gonna overtake Amari Cooper for the number one receiver in Dallas. And then Michael Gallup's on the side, like, y'all forgot about me? I know that I can, I get behind people all the time, and if Dak could throw a better ball, I'd have more TDs. It's simple as that, right? So that game's probably gonna be great, and a lot of people don't even think it's gonna be competitive because uh, the Cowboys' defense is coming off their worst performance in NFL history. But uh, we've got a couple good players out there now. We got Michael Parsons. Hey, eh? I saw one of his videos on Twitter, and he just tossed the center with like one hand, kind of reminding me of JPP when he was in his earlier days. But obviously, JPP is defensive, end, and Michael Parsons is a great linebacker. I'm thinking about the Cowboys' linebacker core this year. We've got Jalen Smith, right? got paid and hasn't really lived up since he's got paid so i think he's looking for a comeback here and we got van der esch uh, the flying dutchman but uh he hasn't been he hasn't been healthy since uh his rookie year and he they look terrific jalen smith and uh van der esch at that time looked terrific one of the best one two punches but again injuries 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 and that is the number one rule in football that is if your team is healthy Yo, you're, you're probably going to live up to expectation, but it, but most of the time, it's a very inj injury-heavy sport, so a lot of players get injured, and this throws everything. So I'm looking forward to that because Michael Parsons look, looked terrific, and the defense just looks with more juice. Shout out to Hard Knocks for that. I guess I've been getting a close-up on my team, so I'm a little bit more excited, so bear with me. But uh, again, I'll be realistic, and I don't think they'll probably beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. If they do, great, right? But if they don't, I'm not like I'm going to be, oh my God, the season's over because we're playing the NFC least and with that division, anything is possible. So yeah, that's what I think. I think the Cowboys will either, this is like a measuring stick game for them. We'll, we'll see where they're at. If it's competitive for a little bit, I'll, I'll live with that. But if it's a blowout, then we're still far, far away from uh, playoff contention, right? And the Cowboys haven't been in the playoffs for the last two years. For the last two years and we could have won those games to get into the playoffs but we just didn't do it so injuries has been a problem defense we got a new had a new def defensive coordinator got rid of him we got dan quinn shout out to him and we'll see what he can do with the defense and uh, a lot of people are predicting that dak prescott's gonna have an mvp season and you already know that I haven't been too big on Dak, but uh, kind of looks good. Again, shout out to the Hard Knocks. Lilo seems like he wants to play. He's a team leader. And that is something I'm looking forward to. How about them Cowboys, huh? We'll see what they do. My prediction for the Cowboys this year is that they go 11-5. and five. That's what I think around there. If it's anything less, I'm going to be disappointed. If it's anything higher, they'll exceed my expectations. But when the Cowboys have expectations, they usually don't perform well. So I want them going into the playoffs with not, no expectations. That's just me, though. But finally, let's get to the report card in fantasy. And a lot of uh, a lot of people that watch me or listen to me are big football fanatics. And everybody had their drafts probably last week or the week before. Or if you were like me, we had it uh, a couple days ago. And I like having it closer to the NFL season. Therefore, we know who, who's injured. Don't have to really worry about that because if you do it two, three weeks beforehand, you're always playing the preseason games and people are always getting injured in the NFL. And we all know that the true... Number one rule of fantasy is try to draft healthy players that can stay consistent because they will win you the game. You can choose those players that are big time, heavy productions, but if they're injured, 
if they're injured every year, what's the point? Because then you just take the L. Again, fantasy to me is drafting players that have high potential, but are also able to perform and are available to play. What's the point of drafting a high player if he's not available to play? A. So we'll see what happens. But here's the, here's the, I, the report card. I do not care about the report card that I get usually at the end. And a lot of people do brag that once they do draft this terrific thing, they, they think they're one of the best GMs of the world. To me, no, you're not because it's easy to draft. I always think you can pick the best players and get the get a good draft. A, you got an A, you got a B, whatever. But when you actually have to, when you're in those like second or third or fourth rounds where now it's like, here's the best available player for you to choose. And you're looking, you're like, oh, not bad. But this is where you have to make decisions. This is when the you being a GM comes in to play. Oh, I want this player here, but oh, this player might produce more. He's less injury-like, but this player has higher potential in terms of producing, but he's prone to getting more injured. Who do I choose? The player, the person that has done his research or knows an, enough about football is probably going to go with the person that's less likely to get injured and has a higher ceiling for, for fantasy. Or do you... The casual person is going to take the guy that's best available, right? And then once you take the guy that's best available, at the end, you get the support card like, you got to be great job for drafting or you just chose the best players, but you really don't know the insights. You don't know the insights. You don't know if he's been injured the last two, three, four years, right? Because you're just choosing what's best available. And that, then you just got to be for best choosing in players, right? And auto draft will most likely also get you a high grade because this is the computer choosing for you for the first time in my life i think i was doing my draft last week and i didn't have a laptop on me because i was out and i was like you know what the phone the phone concept they're like yeah you can draft on your phone the phone is very well it's the same thing as the laptop i was like all right let's get into it i get into it it's like 10 seconds left before i choose my first pick and i'm like wait 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 wait, wait, wait. this is not what i signed up for because i was trying to get into the draft room but it just wasn't working so i get in there and i get auto pick my first draft my first draft pick which so happened to be camara at six which I, I don't mind but i was just thinking like yo this has never happened before because the app sucks i'm sorry because sometimes it takes too long to get in there and sometimes it just doesn't get in there and sometimes it takes you to a different type players a pool and you're like yo i'm not even looking for this show me where the draft is so i can choose so that's one of the faults i had the iphone app with we do yahoo fantasy and it just didn't work so i was like next year i am not doing this i'm sorry i could have literally me literally messed up my entire team right and then even if the, the, the people always brag that like yo we got this great and at the end of the day though the people that brag about getting an a and a b are usually the ones that finish last in the league because again, you're choosing based up on just what the, the site's telling you. This is the best available. Most players choose what's the best available. So it doesn't really matter because your players are you're going to end up at the bottom of the league. But you had a B and an A. So what does it really matter? So you got to do your research at the end of the day, right? And then I, I always say this. I'm like, if at the end of the day, if I win at the end of the year, or the grade should be given at the end of the year for everything so the trades you've made the ads you made the players you picked up right maybe you finesse someone and you got a sick trade you should be rewarded on that too instead of at the beginning of the year when you're just choosing default players and you get a grade it doesn't make any sense to me give us the grade at the end of the year who gets the grade before the year it just doesn't make any sense hey that's just me though and then i always say here, here's 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 my bigger point if you play with the same people for like two three years maybe even more than that there should be an incentive, the meaning if the person won from last year or somebody that's always repeating as a regular, 
they should get something rewarded going into the next season. Especially if you're playing with the same group of friends, the same 12 every year. I should be rewarded for kicking your ass, ass every single year. As simple as that. Why am I not rewarded for that, right? Again, in the NFL, they don't really do that. They don't really reward teams that finish the best every year. But again, this is fantasy football. This isn't real football. So me beating every single player every single year, either coming first or second, I feel like I should be rewarded for that. Maybe the people that come first and second, right? They, they get to choose. The, they get to make the draft order, right? And if and if they're too good and they're just dominating you, okay, now 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 let's give them the last pick. Let's see how good you are as a GM, because maybe you do get the first and second pick. But I feel as if if you do win a championship on a consistent basis and you're just beating all your friends every single time, you're too good. At that point, you have to realize like this man is too good. Let's see how good you actually are this year, and we're gonna give you the last pick, or we're gonna give you a pick lower than your last year. For me, I, I'm down with that because I actually want to see how my skills are as a GM when I'm actually choosing players, right? So at the 10, now you have the last pick. Now you actually got to maneuver. Now you go, oh, I got the last pick and I got the next pick. Now I got to think totally differently. And if a man can go from the first to the second to the third to the fourth to the fifth, whatever, whatever pick every year and still come first and second, at that point, you have realized that man should be in the Hall of Fame of Fantasy. Get him out of your league. Be like, Respect. You dominated us for 10, 15 years. We get it. You're in the Hall of Fame. We do not want to play with you anymore. Go play DraftKings. Go play something else because I'm tired of getting my ass kicked every single time. And we know certain players like that. I play with certain people that I always finish one or third in every single league because they just know their stuff. They're familiar with the players. Even if they don't keep up to a player that's like a fanatic like me of keeping up with every single player some people just know because they've seen it even even me for some time i'm not in there having draft sheets left right center got another tablet open got another laptop open got a tv open you know got my iphone watch open looking at every report trying to find out who the sleeper is who the best player is who i can steal at the late no 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 ain't, ain't nobody got time for that i'm sorry i just don't do that anymore i believe in myself and my knowledge of football where i can just read a little bit and then I trust my instincts. I trust my gut. I trust my mind because I believe I know enough to the point where I don't have to do that study every single time to draft every single year because I'm familiar with some players. If I'm not familiar with that player on the spot, give me a minute. That's how real how it works, right? I ain't out here just every single time being like, yo, I need to figure out, oh, this rookie just came in this year. So I need to know what his production is going to be like. No, it's sorry. I look at the team. I look at the quarterback and I look at the offense they play in. If, it, if, if I like everything from that foundation, that player should succeed. If you're playing with Tom Brady on a rookie, your number one receiver, I'm thinking you're going to succeed. That's just me, though. I'm not into that deep in depth stuff as I was when I was younger. I know enough to the point where I don't do that. And again, what I advise is the new people that want to get into it is, oh, you're going to have to do your study or or just chill with a friend that knows his stuff <clears throat> like me and just i will teach you gladly about who the best players are and how to draft properly and you if you don't know that much but again that's just me and that's my overall take on the nfl season and my cowboys getting uh just thrown into the fire and we got the dra drafts everybody's drafts are finished and hopefully you guys got some high grades because to me that doesn't really mean anything and if you got a, a low grade that doesn't mean anything as well because at the end of the day it's who whichever players are available and how they produce and that's been the podcast guys yes it's short and sweet because i don't want to bombard you with more information so i'm just going to keep it like that and remember remember to follow your boy at more than sports podcast on instagram and on tiktok because 
hey we need more followers there and that's where i post daily if you don't you know you guys like hearing my voice but i don't i do this once or a couple of weeks right this podcast but again follow those socials and remember if you need any help in fantasy or anything else related to sports or to contact me and have a great day and enjoy the nfl season and hopefully all you guys win your championships peace out